0: What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of our Studio ESL podcast. And today, man, I am so, so excited. I don't know why it looks like it's so loud. Okay. All right. We're good now. Okay. Just making sure. So guys, man, what we're going to do today is we're going to go over developing writing, writing an email of complaint. Now, how important is this? It's extremely important. Now, Will your voice be heard? Well, that all remains to be seen or to be heard. But the point is, as an English learner, and especially the workshop that I just held. So, of course, being out here in Thailand, I hold workshops for different um for different companies, and one of them had uh were a, was a big bank, uh about a week ago, and it, it was a two phase workshop. So the first phase, I teach them about uh, complaints. Uh, writing a complaint email, replying to a complaint email, and, of course, inquiries. And then the second weekend, which has just passed, I talked about negotiations. Why? Because there are a lot of people who become very, very angry when going over, well, you, you know, just basically foreigners in general, especially when they receive bad service at banks. So, again, knowing the basics... And writing different things out and saying, you know, having these types in these different kinds of writing banks uh, is absolutely crucial. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go over a couple of things today, okay? It's quite a bit as a matter of fact, but there are two stories. So here we go. Basically, what the UK and what a lot of schools or native English speaking schools around the world are trying to do is put a ban on slang, using slang in schools. So there was a little article that had come out, and then there was a reply to this. So I'm gonna tell you guys about this article first. So this article states, in an effort to improve language skills, a school in London has decided to ban the use of slang by its students. The school has placed a series of posters around the school premises with lists of words that students are no longer permitted to use. The school spokeswoman explained at a press conference that in addition to giving students the teaching they need to thrive academically, we want them to develop the soft skills they need or they will need to compete for jobs in university places. Second paragraph, the school has received strong support for the ban. Many people have praised the action, including the local MP who said, quote, speaking slang is fine in a social setting, but a school should be a professional educational environment. And if a part of that means banning slang, then that's fine by me. His comments have sparked concern, okay, that the ban will now be extended to other schools. So this is very, very interesting because again, I mean, when it comes to academic speaking, and this is a really, really big issue out there in the UK, just because, I mean, I had this same problem with a teacher of mine that I used to work with. And he said, oh, well, you write kind of how you speak. And I'm like, and what does that mean? Oh, you're not very academic. I'm like, "Uh, I could give a damn about academics. If you want academic wizardry, you could go 150 years back and go to the historical Harvard and Cambridge and Oxfords of the world. I really don't give a damn. Do you understand what I'm saying? You need to first uh, seek to be understood. I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to go in a social setting and say, hello, Mr. Rogers. How are you doing today? You know the the food at the buffet was absolutely delicious. Would you like me to grab No get at I am not speaking like that. Okay? That is ridiculous. That is fake and this is not this is not the the, the ancient, I'm sorry, not the the royal the, the, the 1850s or the 1800s anymore. All right? People want to be understood. So there was a letter of complaint. Now this is my opinion. Okay, but let's listen to the writer's opinion about banning the use of slang in schools and what arguments does she give to support her view. So here we go. This is the letter written by Louisa James to the school. I am writing to protest about the possible enforcement of a ban of the use of slang in schools. I believe that this measure would not only be unpopular, but would also be completely ineffective. Although I agree that a number of young people use slang when they are talking to their peers, the vast majority of students are able to distinguish between when it is appropriate to use slang and when it is not, and are able to express themselves perfectly in more formal situations. The fact is that by trying to control the language that students use, schools will merely encourage the use of slang since it is well-known a fact that banning something only serves to make it more interesting. Excellent point. Going into the next paragraph. To make matters worse, I believe that the measure will prove to be ineffective as the only way to enforce the ban is by means of supervising conversations between students. On the one hand, this could be highly expensive as it would involve installing more CCTV cameras, or recruiting staff to listen to students during break times. On the other hand, if teachers are required to enforce the ban, this would surely take the attention away from the more important business of teaching. So in conclusion, I should like to draw your attention to the fact there are more important issues that the school should be concerned with than the use of slang. On behalf of the numerous students who are hoping to attend university in the future, Might I suggest you that you concentrate on providing the best possible education and facilities, not on enforcing a ban that will simply alienate many students. Yours faithfully, Louisa James. So, excellent point, because if you look at it this way, it's kind of like politics, right? So schools are like politics. You guys should definitely listen to Robert Kiyosaki because he says schools are like politicians, too, because on one hand. You have, like, if we look at it from a a political uh, standpoint, America, a city in America by the name of Detroit, has been without clean water for two years. And, of course, this specific city is predominantly African-American. However, the president of the United States is so keen on building a $6 billion wall to border out Mexico, although it's not even a wall, it's just a fence. So if we look at the entire semantics of it, rather than focusing on issues in terms of helping students, they're going to impose a ban on something that you cannot impose a ban on. It's impossible. And you know what? Students are going to want to do it even more because, again, as they stated here, if you want to try to ban something, it's going to make it even more interesting. The students will say, ooh, you know what? Why? Why do they want to praise a ban? I want to know more about slang. How about American slang? So with that being said, these are very, this is a very, very interesting discussion. I like the writing style. So if you look at the writing bank, of course, on my blog, thearsenialbuckshow.com, or just by listening to me, it says, I am writing to complain, protest about, I am writing on behalf of, I should like to draw your attention to, it's a very good way to start off, of course, um, what is it? A, I'm sorry, an agree or disagree or an opinion essay on your IELTS writing task too. My second next main complaint concerns, you could say my se- the second disadvantage would be, right, using that formal language for only formal academic papers. To make matters worse, I love that too, use a comma. I urge you to, I demand you, I would ask you to, might I suggest you, the fact, the truth, the problem is that what annoys, surprises, amazes me is, and then you have your salutation at the end, yours faithfully or yours sincerely. Yours faithfully, you use it after sir or madam. Yours sincerely, you use that after Mr., Mrs., or Miss. So, with that being said, this is very uh, uh, a very, very hot topic, and I love this because, again, it's all about writing a really good uh, letter of complaint. So what you guys are going to do is I'm going to uh, give you one more story, and then you, with that language, you're going to write me a letter of complaint in regards to this. So I have a story for you. Teen Discrimination at Local Cinema. Last Saturday, local girl, Michelle Richards, had an unpleasant experience at the Northwoods Multiplex Cinema. Michelle, 17, had gone to see the latest Johnny Depp film with three friends aged between 15 and 17. The film had begun at 3.45 p.m. And when the film finished, Michelle and her friends went to the cinema lobby to wait indoors for her mother to come back and pick them up. After five or six minutes, the manager of the multiplex came and asked them if they had tickets. Michelle told the manager that they had just come out of seeing a film and that they were waiting for their parents. The manager then told them that they couldn't wait in the lobby and that they would have to leave. When Michelle asked why, the manager said uh, that she had seen them in the lobby on many previous occasions and that she was sick and tired of the problems that they had caused. They or the manager threatened to call the police if they didn't leave immediately, and so Michelle and her friends had to wait outside. When Michelle's mother arrived, she was shocked to see her daughter out there in the cold and dark, in an area that was unfamiliar to her. Michelle and her mother say well, Michelle and her mother say that they are not simply going to forget the incident. They are going to make a formal complaint. To the cinema, so that this type of teenage discrimination, which put the girls at risk, does not happen to others. The director of the Northwoods Multiplex Cinema refused to comment. And so there it is. Now, of course, on my Patreon, you actually have the write up in terms of exactly how you're going to write this specific letter of complaint. So if you guys are subscribed to that, I do hope that you guys check that out, because again, this is really, really good, uh, just because it gives you the entire format, the paragraph setup, uh, using cleft sentences, uh, everything that I've gone over in probably the last, uh, I guess you could say 20 episodes, is in that little write-up, so I do hope that you guys check that out. Uh, And with that being said, again, Patreon, the link is in the description. If you guys are like, okay, well, if I have to pay for this, I would like to email you, please email me anything, and I will be more than happy to give you a lot of other things. Now, with each and every podcast episode, I always put something in addition uh, to put something on patreon in addition to what this podcast is so if you guys are interested in that please let me know and of course get in contact with me but nonetheless i want you guys to write an email of what of complaint to the north what is it i'm sorry the north uh northwoods multi-complex cinema so with that being said i am very 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 excited about you guys, uh, and about, you know, waiting for your essays and whatnot, and please, and I mean please let me know what you guys, and, and send anything in. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. That's all there is to it. Guys, the blog is on thearseniobuckshow.com, and make sure you check that out. If you want to check out the additional format, how to write a letter of complaint, the Patreon is available too. So with that being said, guys, thank you! So much for tuning in to another ESL podcast, man. I'm your host. As always, stay tuned for more over and out.